Bear Down Bears fans, welcome into another edition of the Chicago Bears podcast. Pat the designer, Lance Briggs here, breaking down uh, a loss that we thought might be a win at the end of it. And I mean, listen, we we saw the Bears look like they reformed to what they were offensively. Defensively, though, a lot of positives there. I'm sure that the uh, former linebacker uh, was smiling very hard seeing uh how elite those linebackers looked yesterday as well. But we got to talk about a couple of different things. I mean, Justin Fields, of course, dealing with the injury, dislocated thumb. We don't know yet where he's going to be as far as uh, the MRI goes. But is his job as a starter in jeopardy? Sometimes seems to think so. Uh, problems at uh, the center position. And uh, I don't like being lied to wins. Not, none, none of us do. I, I don't like being lied to, so uh, I got I I don't like calling people out too often, except every day. But uh, I got to call out uh, our head coach on that one. Uh, offense seemed to go a little bit backwards, like I said, but how far backwards? All that and more today's episode of the Chicago Bears podcast. Hit that like button, subscribe to the page, leave a five star review. You know what to do. Just jump into the show, Lance, because. I mean, you have everybody on Twitter and uproar over your grades. Like, I love it. Really? I, I love it a little bit. Really? People, just, people, people, they're uh, <clears throat> a little testy over my little, grades. A little uproar. You were, you were very positive on uh, what we saw from the Chicago Bears yesterday. Um, yeah. I guess let's start with the, the offensive grade. You gave them a B, right? I gave them an A minus. A minus on offense. You know, no, 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 you're right. No, I gave them a B. I, gave, right. I, I, I was going to say, I thought, I was no, gonna it was say, a B. <laughs> you was really generous. It was a B. Um, offense yesterday gets a B. Yeah. Um, what, do you, what What? was your thoughts that, that led to the B grade well, on the offense Well, number yesterday? one, the first thing the first thing that comes to mind is we ran the ball extremely well. We did run the ball very well. We ran well, the ball yes. extremely well. Um, and I thought that um, – that if Justin would have stayed healthy, I think we would have won the game. I think we had a chance to win the game. I, I can follow you down there. You know, um, it's you know, it, it, I, I think in clutch situations, um, I've I've seen I've seen I've seen our team rise to the occasion on some certain clutch situations, especially as of late. Yeah, for us of late. Um, man, I've, the 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 other thing too that goes into play with that is that um, um, I thought that that uh, Ibaflus has had his team ready to fight for at least the last couple of weeks. I didn't see that in the first two to three weeks. So to me, being prepared and bringing the right attitude and effort is very important in this in this game. Now, you said if Justin stays in that game, the Chicago Bears end up, in your mind, winning that game. I can follow you down that, that line of thinking because I think a lot of people, right – Think to the average fan, the the offensive line is just bodies. But if you have a starting center that's playing poorly, that will really affect you. The second they threw Lucas Patrick in Absolutely. there, all of a sudden the offense started to move down the field, and things were going the way that they were supposed to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess this this brings us to the question that I wanted to start this off with: Bajit coming in playing so well in that second half. If we see that level of play continue, could Justin Fields' spot as the starter on this team be in jeopardy again? He's not Ryan Pohl's offensive pick. And we saw this article from the Chicago Sun-Times today where, uh, you know, they they dropped this. This is the headline here. Bajan of chance with field – or Bajan of change, I'm sorry, with fields reverting to his frustrating form before injury. Rookie QB, at least fun to watch in the Bears' loss. Felt like they were a little quick. Uh, they had this pre-printed up, and they just needed they to change the, the small print on the bottom. What are your thoughts on uh, – I mean, what Tyson Bajan has to do, I guess, to hold on to the starting job, or is he just the backup? I, I listen. I like 
I like uh, I like Beijing. Yeah, I do like them. They want to see him be successful, fun. and I want to. Yeah, I want to see everybody be successful. Uh, you know, but if you look at if you look at his time when he was in, did he give us a lot, plenty of hope? Absolutely. Was there a fumble uh, scored for a touchdown? Yeah. All right. Now we lost this game nineteen thirteen. Correct. Yep. Okay. Um, at the end of the game, did he throw a pick? Yep. Okay. So you know what I mean, like it, you know. It, so what what are we talking here? Yeah. You know, what are we talking here? We're talking to a guy that I hope comes in, he plays well, you know, because he's a young kid that I that I think is very smart and 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 football is his thing. Um, but when um Justin is healthy, you know, Justin needs to come back and be the guy that we need him to be. Yeah. You know, Justin's coming off two career games. Yeah. Coming off two career games has a has a a, a bad game and everyone's like, oh, we're good, we're done with him. Yeah. Like this is this city. Goes through. We're done with them too. Oh man, it's two career games. Oh man, well, all right. What maybe, I don't like is maybe, the people well, that maybe. don't stand on it. You know what right. I mean? You, we, y'all, y'all don't think I see. We see the names of the people that's like Justin Fields sucks. I ain't seen them in two weeks. Right. Soon right. as he had a bad game, yeah, right back in there. Yeah, right. I mean? get rid of him. Get rid of him. Get rid of him. Right. You know, man. Come on. This is this is the way it's gonna go. Yeah. All right. This is the way it's gonna go. What we did do is we ran the ball extremely well. Yes. All right. That bodes well for us moving into the future. We can run the ball. We'll be able to throw the ball. Yeah. I I, I look at Justin's play, and, and I do agree with you that, it, to me, if he had come back in and had gotten the advantage of that center change yeah. when Lucas Patrick finally came in, because, listen, I give Justin all the credit in the world. If he wasn't such a world star athlete, if he wasn't a, ba- a baseball player, there's seven snaps that are going over his head. Cody Whitehair was atrocious right. yesterday at the center position, both blocking and, uh, uh, um, you know, snapping the football as well. Yeah. So I, I really want to see him. Apparently my phone just decided to make noise, even though it's off. That's crazy. Uh, that's that's wild. I usually don't do it's that. It's not professional. Not, not professional at all. I apologize to my colleagues, to my Does this producer. this happen on the Green Bay Packers building. podcast? Oh, my gosh. Listen. Uh, they just talk about cheese all day. But uh, <laughs> by the way, I love seeing them in enough for the oh, Green yeah. Bay friends just oh, yeah. losing their mind. Oh, Listen, yeah. It's all I got right now. It's mm-hmm. all I got right now. Good old Jordan Love. But uh, but even like that situation, right? You have to understand. To me, the one thing that people don't attribute to the quarterback play enough. I don't care if it's Justin Fields, Caleb Williams, uh, 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 J- Tyson Bajit, Jay Cutler, Rex Grossman, whoever it is. If you don't have dogs standing in front of him, he's going to have a bad day. When David Bakhtiari was in for the Packers, Jordan Love looked like the next coming. David Bakhtiari goes out. Now he looks like he can't get on the field and run an offense forward. So I do think that Bajit, got to be able to take advantage of Lucas Patrick being switched in there. So when you say that, all right, are, are, when you say that right there, I mean, it's, this goes on with all the the Chicago fans that yeah. say, oh, man, we need to go get Caleb Williams. We need to go get Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah. But you say what you just said. Yeah. All right. If you go and you get these type of skilled players and you don't get the premier guys up front, it doesn't matter. How many times have we done this? It, it'll be a graveyard. Because <laughs> we have, you know, we we have arguably one of the better defensive backfields in the league. Uh, and and the reason why they're not talked about more yeah. is because we don't have pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, defense is built off timing, too. You know, you get guys that can get in there and rush. Now our, our defensive backfield becomes stars. Yeah. 
because they're jumping routes. You know what I mean? They're making being opportunists. They're taking plays. Um, we don't have that. Yeah. And so you bring in, you can bring in star skill players, but if you don't have them up front, it's it's a waste on both sides. Yeah. And, on and both and, sides. And that is, you know, like I know I, it sounds crazy to say because, by the way, every single season, you know, whatever quarterback is coming out is a can't miss generational talent, right? Like that's that's there pretty much how we're talking about every single one every year at this point, right? Like. Uh, 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 Bryce Young was a can't-miss generational talent. Bryce Young can't see over his offensive lineman. You know what I mean? Like, C.J. Stroud wasn't getting talked about as a generational talent, and and he looked like he might be. And I've said this over and over. I said, listen, Caleb Williams, is he's another Justin Fields. Yeah. And, and if you go and you get and you, and you watch against the Notre, Notre Dame, Dame, Dame when defense, they got pressure, it's, what, it's exactly what's happening. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's <laughs> – just I'm with you, right? You know what I mean. I'm like that's you. if you're gonna replace Justin Fields, you don't do him with another Justin Fields type player. And you're gonna have the same Justin Fields type problems. And in college, I think the biggest problem is right. Like you get to see these guys be elite. And I'm not saying Caleb Williams hasn't been elite this season. He has. He's probably still the front runner for the Heisman, even with the performance that he put out there on uh, Saturday. But he probably still is. Come on, now. he that's probably question still is. marks. He probably still is. <clears throat> if you're look, if it depends on what you're looking for. You know, they looking for a quarterback. Michael, we know what they're looking for. We listen, know what they're usually listen, looking for. <laughs> hey, but listen, Michael Penix Jr., he's got he's a, nice. He's, he's got he's a slow, he's, nice, he's yeah. pinpoint and he's reading, he's reading coverage. Yeah. yeah. He's reading coverages and he's and he's throwing the ball. No, 100 percent But I just when you have a guy that his schedule starts with like you go through the first seven teams, you're like, hey, they have no frontline pressure. Yeah. I would hope that he looks good. Yeah. Correct. You know what I mean? Like, Correct. I would hope that Caleb looks good. This was the game. And it's not to say he's not going to be a good quarterback at the next level, whatever it is. I hope he does. But but when the pressure's on. When the pressure's on. And a good defense. And, and I just think it's I think it's a disservice because of how they schedule college games, right? You don't, you know, you know, the second you lose a game, mm-hmm. you go down in the rankings. Like you might be out, you might be in for the playoffs, all that. So they schedule it so that we play our tough teams at the end when we like six and oh, seven and oh. Yeah. And then maybe we get a loss here, but oh, but we were six and zero before that. Oh, but what, trust me, um, Caleb, they're not going to beat Washington. Ooh. They're going to play Washington. They're not going to beat Washington. Ooh. All right, you listen. Washington is the real deal. Yeah, Washington is a real deal. Some out there. dogs out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm not saying that 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 every the rest of their schedule they're they're going to win all the rest of their schedule. It's going to be tough in the pack. Yeah, pack is tough right now. And I mean, we say all this to say, right? Like the quarterback shouldn't be the focal point of what the issue is. Mm-hmm. The offensive line <laughs> right, needs there, to be addressed. There you go. Your center position mm-hmm. needs to be addressed. Now, when you look back, and I hate the revisionist history because I do think that we got a really good old lineman, but we got Javon Dexter, who's slowly coming along. Yeah. He, I, I, I like the progression that's happening here. <laughs> it seems like he's starting to get a little bit more used to a penetrating style than a two-gap style. Uh, and we drafted Tyreek Stevenson, both ahead of uh, Schmitz, who ends up going to New York, who is a heck of a center. Is that a miss on Ryan Pohl's part at this point? I like both. I like both of them. I do like both of them. I like what Tyreek Stevenson is right now. A little less aggressive, but he, he was better this week. And Javon Dexter growing into the player that he is. Yeah, but you could I'm, have had a center. Listen, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. You know, like you, you're, you have to do what. What's best for your team's needs? Yeah, we address we address something um, uh, in the first round. We address some things right in the first tackle. round. We address things that need to be addressed. Yep. Um, and There's so many holes you could have picked at any point. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean. And you you also look at like I said, <clears throat> I kind of said before, like this isn't 
we're not looking for microwave success here. Yeah. You know, we're looking for a long baked, you know, delicious little crock pot action. Absolutely. So we've got the Bears are sitting in a position where they've got picks early, two yeah. first, two second, you know, and if we don't need a quarterback, which I'm hoping that's the case, yeah. we can trade back and get more picks and yeah. keep loading this team up. You know, I think this next draft is a great opportunity to really bolster a real core. The real core, you know what I mean? We're talking pass rusher, yeah, yeah, yeah. the mauling uh, offensive uh, uh, linemen, you know, get the premier guys defensively up front that can rush. Um, and we really feel some pieces in, in, and in free agency. Yeah. You know, so it's it's one of those deals where it's like, yes, we flash some players in front of you guys, in front of the in front of the Bears, but this isn't the world beating Bears yet. Yeah. We're not there yet. Yeah. All right. So what we can do is we can put together the best team we possibly can for this year, go out, try to give our best effort, our best uh, and, and give our best attitude and see what happens. You know, try to keep to continue to develop and move forward. Let's uh let's let's play a quick game, GM Lance. This is this is one of my favorite games to play. Uh, oh, GM, where, GM Lance, where uh, we give you a pay raise. Uh, you get a nice corner office. Uh, you get to set that up. I'm you want. not yeah, talking I mean, until you tell me how many figures we're talking. Uh, six, I mean, seven. I mean, listen, how much is polls make? I don't. Listen, however I'm much polls I'm, I'm better than polls. Okay. Ooh, better than polls, I'm better now. than polls. All right. All right. So with with the whole no disrespect you- to him, I love polls. <laughs> I was there when you got when you came to the Bears. But, you know, I'm glad you remember because I've heard. I I, I ask everybody. I'd be like, y'all remember him? I don't remember him being in there, bro. No, I don't remember. I don't <laughs> oh, remember. Lance. I don't remember. Oh, Lance. <laughs> he was old lineman. Man. No disrespect. No disrespect. He was, old, he was old lineman. You know what I mean? <laughs> you you wasn't in the room with him. You know, I, I mean, I kicked it with, you know, I mean, I had com- lots of conversations with Olin. Yeah. But Olin was made there the before team. I got there. <laughs> and made the team. So, um, right now, with what you have on your offensive line, Darnell Wright is in place. Tevin Jenkins is there. Uh, do you pay Tevin Jenkins to keep him, even with the injury concerns, when he's on the field, he's an absolute monster? If I can get him, number one, I need to get him to stay healthy for, yep. give me six games. Yeah, Give me six games of health, you know, stay healthy through the rest of the season um, and see what I can see, honestly, see if, how cheap I can get him. Yeah. I want to yeah. say he is, a, he's a mountain, he's a force. I want to see what kind of deal we can get to keep him here. You're coming in low. Right, right. Um, and um, to me, that first round, whether we trade back or whatever it is, I'm getting whoever's top first available, yep. best O line or D line. Well, that's that's that was the next question. Even let's say right, and this is not the hope, but let's say things aren't looking positively for Justin Fields. Okay, are you still taking Caleb Williams, or are you trading back? Who said I was taking Caleb Williams in the first place? Are you taking I'm not taking Caleb Williams. No matter what. I'm not taking Caleb Williams. You're trading back. I have a Caleb Williams on my team right now. Yeah. Why am I going to go get another Caleb Williams and have the same problems that I have right now? That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. You know, if I'm going to go out, if I'm going to replace just, I'm going to replace him with a different style of quarterback. I'm going to replace him with a a, a pocket pass, more of a pocket passer, guy that throws the ball a whole heck of a lot, that sits in the pocket, makes his read, and throws it, gets it out right now. Yeah. That's what I would, that's what I would do if I, if I'm going to do that. All right. Um, But I, to me, I'm not, I'm not going line. I'm not replacing, right. I'll have another first round pick the following year. Yeah. All right. I'm going line. Yeah. I'm going line, both sides. And and I, I agree with that. Like that's that, because to me, 
if you can find your starting center and your starting, and I hope that what's his name is that uh, Braxton's the left tackle of the future. But Braxton showed me the exact concerns that I had with Braxton coming into the season. The bull rush is going to kill him. And I get it. He's a fifth round pick. It takes time to develop these guys, but he's, he might just be okay. If I can go get a guy that's elite, if I can go get Olu, if I can go get, you know what I mean? Like, uh, 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 Joe Alt from Notre Dame, Come even on. I like, you know what I mean? Like, they got a whole line starting line at Michigan, right? You know what now. I mean, <laughs> that whole starting line can we just, just take, moving. Can people. we get all five of y'all right. just come on in? You like, I, to me, that is the key to long term success because then we go into fourth year. Justin, I don't know why people think we have to pay Justin right now, by the way. Either. I keep hearing that you have to make a decision on Justin. No, I don't. No, you don't. He's got a fourth year deal. He's got a fourth year on his deal and a fifth year option. Why would you pick up the fifth year option? Because I don't have another quarterback. Right. Right. <laughs> like, so, like, like, I don't. I don't understand the logic of yep. you can't. You can't. No. You. You know what you can't miss on. You can't miss on an opportunity to fix an offensive line that can help whoever you put in there. Absolutely. Look like Brock Purdy. Boom. And that's a, and that's and that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. I I, I think uh, we would be we would be making the biggest mistake if we don't if we don't put the premier guys up front. Yeah. We need to we need to really invest in that, and and the city needs to get behind that. Yeah, like like I mean, as soon as you hear whoever that that O line or D lineman is, that's who you're cheering for. Yeah, because no. we need to load up on that. Hundred percent. I'm I'm right there with you, Lance. Let's jump into this real quick because uh, and by the way, this podcast is brought to you by the Hard Rock Casino in Northern Indiana. A uh, ton of ton of great uh, talent performing down there. So uh, tune in with that as well. Who's the latest? I don't know if we got the latest uh, that's performing down there. Uh, EO can't remember. That's all right. Yeah. Hey, Pete Davidson might come right. back. There you go. Blues. Yeah, I mean, every Blues Brothers, maybe yeah, Blues Brothers, little Blues maybe Brothers. Blues brothers. Man, you can't go wrong with the Blues yeah. Brothers. Um, I have a problem with our uh, head coach right now that okay. uh, I think of- everybody should have a problem with. Okay, talk to me now. I don't like when coaches uh, try to do coach speak like it's not 2023 anymore and uh, we don't have Google. I get it. I haven't played in the NFL, Lance has. Uh, so there's a very large football knowledge you gap You never here. played in the NFL? Ne- never in my life, Lance. That's Danny told me when I came on his podcast. <laughs> this, is all, this is a veteran crew. Lance, listen, I'm – I'm more the, the the brother from the bank with the good hair. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's more me. Yeah, right, I mean, right, like, I'm not. Right. But what it doesn't mean that I can't sit down and ask you guys questions and gain knowledge uh, and and learn a little bit more about the football world. Yeah. I don't like when coaches talk to, especially Bears fans. I mean, Packers fans different, but especially Bears fans like we're stupid. Uh, especially when I can just do this and Google. Um snap count because he said he wanted to go with the more experienced center and he did not bench Cody Whitehair because of the snap issues. Now, Lance, uh, I, I, you can see this list here. Cody Whitehair had over a thousand snaps his rookie year at center. Mm-hmm. Lucas Patrick didn't get close to a thousand snaps until his third year in the league. And he's played 10 snaps and 290 since then. Mm-hmm. Why are you lying to Bears fans and not just holding your players accountable? You think Cody Whitehair doesn't know he played bad? Do we think that uh, uh, um, the, 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 the everybody who watched the game couldn't see that he played? But we think Justin Fields and Tyson Bagent didn't realize this guy ain't it because I got pressure in my face every time he snapped the football. Why are we lying in the media to try and make Cody Whitehair's ego feel maybe a smidge better? 
I don't. I, I just see this as um, uh, more PR nightmares for the 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 Bears. I yeah. think they bring it on themselves. The PR team. They think, oh man, we got to jump in front of this, and I think we should handle it this way yeah, instead yeah. of that way. You know, just be straight. Just be straight on the stuff we can see. Right. Yeah, you know I mean, like, just be straight. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, and 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 you can protect the team and still give an honest assessment of yeah, yeah. what happened. And I think um, I think we, that that Iberflues really falls short of this a lot. And um, that's that's the the that's the PR within the Bears that are that are giving him this information. All right, this is how we should handle this. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? I think you got this. There's too many brains in there trying to tell you how to how to massage the situation when you're a football coach. You coach football. Yeah. Right? You, you coach football. <laughs> what? What, Lance? What are you laughing at? <laughs> and, and when you have those many that many brains, sometimes you're over, you're overthinking stuff. Yeah. The football is, football should be simplified and simplified for everybody. Yeah. All right. Listen, we went with this guy. This is who we went with. We, you know, it didn't work out, so we brought somebody else in. And and no fan would be upset about like there's nothing that you're gaining. Like, what is there an advantage next week? Do you think that the Vegas Raiders were like, oh, God, they went with the more experienced guy? I can't believe it. We're not going to see Cody Whitehair. <laughs> and, it, and what kills me, too, is, 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 is a, he's a defensive guy. You know what I mean? Like, yes. leave, leave, the, leave the, the, the sophisticated, complicated talk to, to the offensive guys. All right, you're a defensive guy. <laughs> hey, man, wait, listen. Coach, you said we we're going to go with honest. the center. Yeah, we're going to go with the center. That's what we went with. All right, it didn't work. So we brought somebody else in. And it started to work. And and it started to work. And here's the thing. You look like a genius. Now, maybe you did a little too late. Yeah. <laughs> I think maybe that change should have came at halftime. Right. But I get it, right? You're trying to give a veteran guy some time to, okay, maybe he's just got to adjust back. This is his first game going on. But you, you made a change. You made a coaching decision, a head coaching decision. Stand on it. And I think that's the part that, to me, with Bears fans, when, when they look at Bad Eberflus, it gives us the least confidence of all because it's like you don't even want to stand on the decisions that you're making that are helping the team move in the right direction. That helped Tyson Bajit play better. The first drive, he gets the, the, the fumble strip sack. The second drive is three and out. He can't move the ball. You swap Lucas Patrick in there. Oh, by the way, almost snapped the ball over his head too there, Cody. You swap Lucas Patrick in there. All of a sudden, we have a, what was it, an 83-yard drive yep. that ends in a touchdown in the end zone for the right. young man? Like, you did something right. Yeah. It's okay to be to say, I, I, I made the decision. I'm the head coach. Boom. Yep, that's the end of the conversation. Right, right. We thought he gave us the best chance because to win. because I know as your as the defensive coach, your offensive guys are telling you this is what we want. We this is what we'd like to do. Yes, this is our situation. Before uh, this, that, and the other, we we want Cody Whitehair in there and Lucas Patrick. You know he's a little testy right now, coach. So this is how we want to rock with it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, when you're answering a question to the media, I made this decision because. <laughs> I'm the obviously I'm the head coach, so yeah. it comes down to a decision that I ultimately had to make. And with all the Bill Belichick talk you already do, you might as well go all the way. <laughs> you, you sit there and don't give no answers anyway. You might as well say because I'm the head coach. Boom. <laughs> It'll shock the media, bro. They'll be in there like, all right, well, I guess you're the head coach. What you want me to say? And I now here, this is the tough part. When you're in a situation now that you're at with center, you've got Lucas Patrick, who's been banged up on and off all season. Cody Whitehair, who just – he can't snap the football. Like, we've done this experiment, what, three years now? He can't snap the football. You do have a person in the building who is a very young player 
Um, you're one and five on the season. Do you take a chance at trying to throw Doug Kramer in there? Who the only reason I think they don't want to use him is because he doesn't have the same amount of versatility, right? Cody can go to guard, go to center, go to right guard. Luke is the same thing. Doug Kramer's a center. He all he do is snap footballs yeah. and block forward. He's a center. Well, do uh, you do you look to make that decision possibly uh, moving forward, knowing the struggles you've had with both of these guys? Oh, shoot, I'm all, you know I'm always willing to try something, you know what I mean to bring some get some inspiration. Or something. <laughs> you know we got we have guys that are versatile outside of him. Yeah. You know then then I can move some other players around. Yeah. You know enough of them that means that, that we're probably gonna have to pull from another position and make sure we have an extra lineman. Yeah. That's available. We got to do what we got to do. And, and but I mean even right like it's not even saying Cody you can't play anymore. To me it's saying. We've got this line set up. Heck, I'd put Cody back at guard and Tevin at left tackle. That's yeah. what we drafted him to be. Nah. Initially, you, ain't, you, you didn't like him out there at left tackle? Nope. Nope. You like him better he's at guard a, than at tackle? He's a mauler. He's a mauler, 100%. He's a mauler, and he's going to open holes. Yeah. going to open holes. Uh, I'm, I'm, um, him moving to guard is probably the best thing for him. For his career moving forward? Yep. Yep. All right. Hey, let's hey, figure something out because <laughs> – we can't snap a football. That's a bad start to your offense. And I think that that's causing a lot of the false starts. That's causing a lost lot of the miscommunications. Lost and all I lost that. the Super Bowl over that. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. That's, this is true. I didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, just, it cuts deep. You yeah, know? That's true. You see this face right here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm over it. Yeah, little, little, little glazy. Yeah, I mean, Are you okay? Yep. <laughs> you need a minute? Yeah. Should we cut? Nah, let's keep going. All right, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's jump into this. Uh, when you look at the offense as a whole, right, felt like it went backwards. In your mind, how far backwards did we go? Did we go week one backwards? Not in the running game. Did we go? In the run game? No, Not we, the run we, game. we were still the same. At, but I think, to me, scheme-wise, yeah. what we saw in the run, it felt like they, were, they got conservative because they were like, Deontay Foreman's all we have at running back, and then it's Darrington Evans. Evans. Well, I think it had more to do with uh, Brian Flores. Mm-hmm. You know, Brian Flores and not knowing the heck where that, no, not knowing where the blitz. You know, he's he's very he's very dynamic with his blitzes and and bringing him and disguising him. You know, I think there was one where he had six guys on the line and only blitz three and three and six drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know that kind of deal. Um, uh, it's uh, it's. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not an easy job. You know what I mean? And anybody that gets back there and sees a bunch of guys lined up on the line, you know, uh, will probably panic. Yeah. Okay. So it, it it's one of those deals where, you know, um, as even you, you have, you've got what, four or five days to prepare for a team that's going to blitz you different than anybody else is going to blitz you this year. 72% you know? of the plays they blitz. Right, right. You know what I mean? That's a lot of – <laughs> yeah, that's, that's Madden just in the blitz play. Right, with a lot of different <laughs> uh, um, 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 blended coverages back there. Yeah. So, you know, that's a, it's that's one of those deals. It's, it's going to be tough. It's not it's, – it's it's each week is case to case, case by case. You know, each week, week is case by case. What we did do is we ran the ball extremely well. So – we have to move that into this following week mm-hmm. wherever our next opponent is and take what we did well. And then, you know, and, and the other thing too, we're going to have to practice the blitzes that, that were effective against us because it's a copycat league. And if they can do it, we can do it. Yeah. So you're going to have to get sharpened those skills, especially in the past game, because we were lacking in that. Yeah. It, it, it showed. And I just, when I was watching 
how he was calling the plays. I was like, all right, let's go. Let's keep it. Let's keep running the football. Keep your pre- keep the pressure on him. Tried to go to the screen pass a couple of times. Screen pass so, wasn't working. Something. Yeah, I mean, like it, it's just it's like you no, know, you when you have something that works and they couldn't stop it. Now, now, now here's the thing. You know, if if you got these guys on a line of scrimmage um, that are showing blitz, yeah, you know, there are there are um, um, short passes that you can take advantage of. Yes, you know because. From where they are, they still have to drop to get there, okay? So you should pre-snap, have an idea. Okay, if this guy's dropping, okay, I'm going to go here. This guy's dropping, I'm going to go here. You got to use this leverage. It's about using the angles, using the right angles and how we're going to, you know, how we're going to attack it. If he drops this way, he drops that way, I know I'm going to take this curl route. Yeah. You know, so it's, there's ways to get the ball out fast, too. Did it feel to you that he went back to the office that he was calling in the first three games, kind of trying to, uh, no? I don't know, man. I, that's that's way too much thinking, you know. And honestly, <laughs> it hurts my brain to do to try to do that. You know what I mean? Try to get into the mind. You know, things work or they don't work. Yeah. All right. You make calls based on your situation. You have your fifteen plays, and you start making your adjustments. You know, I don't. I just, I, you know, getting into that 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 is just it's too much for me. That was it was funny that you know I kept seeing. Why would you run a draw play on third and seven? I was like, we did that a lot last week. We yeah. did, did that a lot versus the commanders last week, actually. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's a, a, that actually is a part of his game plan last week. But I don't know. It just – I would have loved to see them commit to the run even more because that was the one thing to me that the Vikings had no answer for. Mm-hmm. I, and, and that was the part that I thought allowed the Vikings to get the ball back. I mean, the turnovers had the turnovers. That, that was – the, the the one where Justin tries to step up and just let it go. I, I don't know what he was seeing there. Like I saw the man downfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he gets hit. his arm hit. But it's like you gotta just you gotta eat that one. But of course, right, if he gets the football off, it's a great throw. All of that. Yeah. Well, it's you know, there's nothing you can do about that. You don't see him. Yeah. You know, that's a backside, that's a backside issue. So, you know, um, there's nothing you can do about that. Same as for uh Bajan. Yeah. You know, it's a backside issue. So there's nothing you can do about that. You know, you're just trying to uh, execute your play, yeah. execute your ex- execute your throw. Um, but uh, and, and and you know there's there was a a, a takeaway from TJ Edwards. That uh, was, that, that oh was, my god! <laughs> which was worse? Which was worse on Sunday, right? Uh, and yes, I'm taking shots because it was a very Vikings Homer announcer booth. The announcing, uh, <laughs> the referees, or the Bears offensive line play. <laughs> Bears offensive line play. That's tough. That's you got to be bad because the refs were god awful. <laughs> uh yeah. that referee, when you get the do you know coming in as a player like oh we got the, we got this no, I'm ninth back, best the ref, referee we crew. ran the ball well yeah do you know going into a game oh man we got the ninth best referee crew in the in the league right now it's gonna be an ugly game do you do they like never they let y'all that. know ahead of time and you just like oh this never think that never, never think that because none of them are gonna make this tackle you know what i mean like i'm i'm gonna make sure that this tackle is made nine yards away from the the first down marker. Yeah. Or if it's close, you know, the first down marker is two yards away. I'm going to make sure that I either put you down there or I'm going to move you back. Yeah. All right. I'm going to make sure that we get off this field. You know I mean? It has to matter, you know, and, and, and it mattered to the Bears. They got off the field. It was two. They think the Vikings were two or 13. Yeah. It was the best they've done. Yeah. All right. Defense so looks great. matters. You know, and there are times where, um, and you see this all over the league, there's times where, um, a guy will catch the ball. It's third down. He's three yards away from the first down marker. Yeah. And it, to me, it doesn't matter enough to these defensive guys to get him down beforehand and get off the field. 
You know, we're we're not struck. We're not we're not we're not violently trying to take this guy down right yeah. now. You know, pull him in the opposite direction, and he somehow is able to lunge or dive or jump to get a first down. Yeah, you know, you got you got to you got to lay out there. You got to make get yourself get you because it's a money down. So you have to get yourselves off the field. Yeah, that the Bears on third down. Let me see if I can. I know I know I got it on here. I mean, like it's the best I've seen them do. The Bears on third down are basically. Uh, said come on it's it's yours to have here uh yeah, but before, yesterday yeah i mean that teams were completing it at a 60 percent clip at yeah. one point in the season uh yesterday 43 percent on third down uh six for 14 uh problem is bears on oh i'm sorry no the bears completed at 43 vikings two for 13, two for 13. Like there said, we go yeah 15 percent fourth down efficiency was 50 percent. they only went for one fourth down but or two fourth downs but uh you know like I, I really looked at the linebacking crew yesterday, and they looked more active. They looked more engaged. They, they looked the like they were, like you always say, right? Hats to the ball. They were Everybody the ball. was there. They were cheating on. They were cheating on quarterback looks, getting close to it, knocking balls out from yeah. uh, receivers. They played defensive. They played. They played the uh, defensive pass extremely well. Yeah, that's the way. Like they were like like you're fundamentally coached to do. And and I mean. You should win that. What thirteen points they gave up? You know what I mean. Like the only team that had a better defensive day yesterday is probably the Detroit Lions. When you look at the defense right now, does it feel to you like the defense is getting consistently better week by week and is building to something that is going to stick around, mm. or does it feel like you didn't have to deal with Justin Jefferson yesterday? I don't know. You you, you said consistently. Yes. Yeah. There's, there's nothing consistent right now on the Bears team. Um, they played a good game. Yeah. All right. We had. Uh, uh, very, we had very good play from the linebackers. Um, they have another game coming up. Do it again. Yeah. All right. Do it again. Then do it again. Then do it again. Again and again and again and again. And then I can tell you that they're doing it consistently. But but we're far. We're we're a far cry from from uh, consistency right now. It's interesting too because if you start to look at it, I mean, like you go through how many of these games that the Bears have played. Have the Chicago Bears given up an offensive touchdown as well? Where where the offense is turning the football yeah. over, right? I, I believe well, the Chiefs game. We, <laughs> that was bad. Chiefs game was bad. Yeah. Uh Packers game was was bad as well, but an offensive touchdown given up there. You gotta go to the Broncos, probably. Buccaneers game. Chance. I mean, the the Broncos game, like every one of those games, you look at the defense like, well, really, they gave up 23 points. Really, they gave up. You know, twenty-one points that's here. Still too high. You, well, I mean, that's, that's, nice. that's too high. That's, I don't. I don't think we got Brian and you out there no more. No, but you know, <laughs> I mean, I mean, you got a, Maine. There's no Tommy Harris up front, bro. No, there's no Tommy Harris. That's true. Right that's yeah. true. I'm listening. I, I hear what you say, but you know, I I don't I don't I don't bend, break, or waver. Yeah. Like the standard is the standard. And yeah, I don't yeah. care who's out there. Like that if you don't have that mentality, um, if you don't have that mentality, then you're you're just waiting for the offense to score more points. Yeah. You know, and that's not your job. Your job is not to be concerned with what the offense does. You have no control over that. You have all control of what happens on the defense. And in the defense alone, you can not only uh, um, uh, you can not only win the game by by keeping them out of the end zone, but you can win the game by putting the ball in the end zone. Yeah. I mean, listen, that, that's what – that T.J. Edwards overturn was one of the craziest things Unreal. I've seen because everyone else is literally just going, yeah, you can't overturn that. Dean Blandino's like, you can't overturn that. Seeing that one overturned, that was the one. Now, the Bears end up getting off the field, but they punted away. 
you're starting yeah. off at your yeah. t- I think the Valus the, the Valus got like a, oh no somebody got a hold on that one so yeah. we end up starting off at like the 10 yard right. line on that uh, on top of everything else but I thought that the defense did like you like you've said the entire time like I thought about you while we while I was watching I was like they're flying to the ball like it really looks different like they're attacking. They're being so much more aggressive. They're not letting Jordan Addison get to his spot easily. Having Jalen Johnson back definitely helps with that. Yeah, like as as much as right, like guys, he's not. He hasn't really recorded more than one interception in his career. Mm-hmm. The guy's an elite pass breakup guy. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that showed on display yesterday multiple times. And having him back made Tyree Stevenson better, made Kyler Gordon better. I think this defense is actually we're strolling in the right direction. <laughs> Where's my guy Strowman? Strowman didn't uh, – Strowman, what, what Strowman get That's yesterday? A, right? What, what Strowman do a little do bit yesterday? Like that, yeah, Strowman, Strowman got a little game too. I, li- I like Strowman. Strowman should like be on Stroman. the field. I like Strowman. I do too. I, I Here's here's the – Jalen Johnson needed the game that he had yesterday very, very badly uh, because Strowman, um, Stevenson, Gordon, uh, Media, Smith – you know, media, media, <laughs> media. Well, yeah, there's that. But I mean, Ryan Poles has attacked the DB room. He said that we need to add more of those. We need a ton of guys. And I think that he has a lot of guys in there that fit the profile that Flus is looking for a little bit more lengthwise. We, we you know, need stuff to get like the guys that. that fit the profile on the defensive side. Yeah. This is something that, that Eberflus, um, Poles needs to consult with Eberflus. You know, he needs to say, what kind of guys do you need yeah. on that defensive line? All right. I need a Tommy Harris, yeah. Aaron Donald type three technique. You know, I need a Julius Peppers, you know, type of defensive end. Yeah. You know, um, I I like Billings. I like Billings. I do like Billings. I'm I like Billings. Lie. More and more that I watch him, the more and more I like him. He'd be a great nose. You know, but we need we need to have a rotation. We need to have a swing man. We need to have a rotation that we can keep guys fresh on that defensive line. And then all those DBs back there are going to collect a bunch of picks. Yeah. All right. Now, force fumbles. We're going to be opportunists. Everybody's going to be like, woo, our defense is there again. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you, and I keep saying this, right? Like, I love that the Bears are focusing offense because the one thing that I know we can do is build defenses. Mm-hmm. I know that we're going to be able to go out there and find – I don't know if he's going to be as elite as Tommy was, but our next Tommy Harris, right? Our next guy that can just dent that pocket. I, I know that at some point – the guys that we have, like we can develop, or Javon Dexter, we can. De- I, I think that they're developing really well now. The biggest question on this Bears defense right now, and especially, I talked with uh, Courtney Cronin about this on here as well. Um, you know, she she's reported that the Bears are placing calls about possibly moving on from Jalen Johnson. Uh, just kind of seeing kind of yeah. what the veteran, what what the, business. the value is for a veteran. It's a business. business. He's not a polls guy. Where are you at on, you know, uh, keeping Jalen Johnson on this team? GM Lance, one more time, would you pay Jalen Johnson, even knowing that he's only got the one interception right now? Um, I would – I'd pay Jalen Johnson before uh, – um, um, Bojack, you know, right now to me, Bojack is. Uh, I I would really be be um, pushing him around. Bojack got eighteen mil coming next year. Right, right. <laughs> he got a mean? contract. Right. Contract. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just, but I would see what what the market value is for him. Yeah. Um. And 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 Jalen Johnson as well. 
Uh, I just think that Jalen is somebody that will really benefit from. I think he's he's uh, hasn't been able to benefit from pass rush or lack thereof since the moment that he's gotten here. How does is this more just a business move? You think, or is this a talent move? Really, look at. I mean, just look at look at look at Denver's defense right yeah. now. All right. Um, going into this year, Patrick Sertain Jr. was considered the number one corner. Yep. All right. They can't stop anybody in Denver. All right. They you, can't. You could get 100 yards on that. Absolutely. Right <laughs> right. Right. The ball, passing the ball, you know, and that doesn't mean that Patrick, Patrick Sertain is the worst corner. Yeah. It just means that they don't have the bodies up there anymore. Right. They don't have them up front. They can't do it. You know what I mean? They don't have what they had yeah. before. So um, the same thing goes for Chicago or any other team. You can't provide a pass rush. You can't get there. And you can't get that ball out on time. You know, and, and it's not always about getting the sack or the quarterback hit. It's about making sure that that ball comes out within four seconds. Yeah. If it comes out within four seconds, you don't have to worry about the triple move. You know what I mean? You possible maybe a, a, a quick double move, but you know what routes are coming. You know how to you know how to play them. That, yeah. That that's a that's the best way I've heard that explained. I'm not gonna lie to you because a lot of people are just like you know you get pressure on the quarterback and makes him antsy. He throws bad passes like, but no, it's the quickness. It's forcing them to get the ball out quick because now there's only so many routes you can go to. I and love your, it. And your fundamentals, your techniques plays well into that. Fundamental and technique doesn't play into five, six, seven minute minute pass plays. Yeah, we don't just there's no defense for it. We don't have a fundamental for it. Yeah. Hey. Professor Lance dropping gems on the podcast as always, man. Great to have Lance in studio with us, man. And uh, wish it was here after a win, but it is what it is. Let's see if we can keep moving forward. Uh, yep. Lance, Get being very cooking. positive, oh, being yeah. very positive with the grades here. He's, uh, dare I say, optimistic about what we got building up here a little bit. A little. I just, I just see the there's there's a lot of magic in the, in what we can build here. Yeah, and every twenty one years. The Bears are pretty doggone decent. Okay. 2027 is coming up. That means we're 21, 21st years coming up. All right. <laughs> no, here's the tough part. I was so mad yesterday after this loss. I literally went and looked up how many winning seasons the Bears have had since I've been alive. Like above 500. Not even like they made the playoffs. Just uh, since I've been alive. Nine. Woo. <laughs> Nine above 500 seasons since I've been alive. I'm hurting, Lance. I'm yeah. hurting, like, as a Bears fan, dog. I'm hurting out here, man. I got the Bears, the Bulls, and the White Sox. I got the triple whammy. That's why I'm like, we got to do this thing right. Like, yeah, I don't know when the next time we'll be in a position that we're in now to build. Yeah. So, you know, let's – To build with time. I, I don't understand the rush that everybody's putting on it. It's like you gotta pay Justin now. You gotta, you gotta pay Justin. You, you gotta make and it's like I I literally don't. Like, I don't know if I you need me to show you his contract. I mm -hmm. don't need to pay him right now. You know what I mean? Like that to me is the part where a lot of Bears fans are like, Well, what what's gonna happen if you don't make that decision now? Like, I draft a couple more offensive to, linemen. To the to the to the Bears fans uh defense, you know what I mean? Oh they've been through a lot. Nine winning seasons, bro. As long as they're, you know, I mean, it's <laughs> just, just show me something. I only got nine right. winning seasons. Right. I was born right. in 1994, Lance. I'm, I'm still a lot young. of Bears tattoos out, out here. here, right? Now. Oh God, uh, they're, they're, they're covering it up right <laughs> now, putting some clothing <laughs> over it. They just want to unveil it. No, they just want to add a year to it. Yeah, I mean, we got 85 Five. and 06. Yeah, we just want to add another year. We ain't been to the second round in how long? Mm. No, I'm, they're not going down that rabbit hole. Y'all stay safe out there, Chicago. Bear down. 
Love you guys, man. Lance Briggs in the building. I am Pat the Designer back at it again. Y'all stay safe out there. Hit that like button, subscribe to the page, all that good stuff. We're going to be here five days a week. Peace.